And welcome into In Game Chat for Saturday, February the 24th, 2024, season 18, episode number eight. I'm Scott. And I'm RJ. Welcome in, everybody. This thing is done. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, our phone number is 334-272-9228. Check out ingamechat.net for all the links to... Uh, get in touch with us. You can find us on Twitter, uh, you know, at Endgame Chat. You can find us on Facebook there as well. Um, email us, everyone at ingamechat.net. Streaming right now on Twitch. Go to twitch.tv and type in Endgame Chat and you can watch us. And you can also chat with us in the chat room there. Um, so, yeah. There's some people in there. Bama, Brian, Lethal Migraine, AC Wraith hanging out. AC Wraith, I played some pinball this week, past weekend. Hmm. Tell you about that coming up. Um, also, don't forget we're on Discord, and you can uh, find our Discord link at our website, ingamechat.net. Uh, all the way at the bottom, there's a Discord link. Click on that. Boom, you're in there, and you can find our voice chat channel. Jump into that, and you can talk to us on the air uh, with amazing quality. So... We welcome you to do it, and we thank you so much for being here for another weekend of video game conversation. At least that's what we attempt. Sometimes we don't... Sometimes we we talk video games for like 30 minutes, and then for the rest of the two hours we're talking about something else. So, uh, But anyway, welcome into the show. Glad to have you here. Thank you so much for joining us. RJ, what'd you play? Oh, standard fare. But uh, for the most part, I was playing, I was getting back into Fantasy Star Online 2, uh, New Genesis. I started playing that again. Um, and usually, when you haven't played something for such a long time, so many things have changed. You forget how to play it. You forget how to play it, exactly. And so I had to go through the tutorial system again, and there were so many things that I've forgotten over over the months since right. I played the thing that I had to go through it all that again. But um, so that got a, a complicated control scheme. I mean, is it a complicated, uh, very involved? Well, there's a lot. There's a lot of stuff going on. It's one of them um, uh, multiplayer online games. So there's a whole there's a whole bunch of stuff going on with the uh, with classes and subclasses and techniques and skills and how do you implement this and implement that and um, equipment modification. Uh, mm-hmm. Put this here. Put this there. All types of stuff. Uh, hunting for uh, all types of things. It's a whole bunch. It's like come, almost an overload <laughs> of what I had to go through going doing that. But I one really of those where get... it's like, man, I ain't got it. Uh, it. My attention span has 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 shortened since the last time I played this. <laughs> I can't I can't put in the effort. Well, true, but I still wanted to get in there and uh, no, 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 see no, all the things that have changed uh, since the last time I played. And what was this again? Which one was this one? Fantasy Fantasy Star Online Two. Oh, okay, yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Um, 
something else that I was uh, thinking about while playing this thing. It, it was on a subscription system. You know, uh, every month or so, you know, you pay a, pay a bit to uh, keep your premium access oh. to the game or whatever. And that was a system I haven't uh, used in a very long time. Yeah. Usually it's like um, nowadays, uh, subscription service and just keep adding um, stuff to it that you pay for over and over and over again. And did you... Keep- did you put some money into it? No, not, not this okay. time. It's been a long time since I've uh, had, had a premium uh, uh, account I, in this. You know, I don't know why I'm congra- not congratulating, but, but, you know, saying good to that. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't necessarily know the, the way that economy works over there and how it, how it functions, but I guess, that's, I guess it's good. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, look, um, we did it with um, City of Heroes. We had the monthly subscription thing, or anybody, right. play, or anybody playing World of Warcraft knows about the but you couldn't, subscription. But thing. that was the only way you could play it. Yeah, yeah. Like nowadays, you can play the game for free for the most part. Mm-hmm. With and and not everything is what I'm saying, but for your for your big MMO online type stuff, a lot of it is just sure you can play free or you can play free, but then like pay this amount and and get all these other perks that come with it and all yeah. these other good things. Um, Yes, the perks but thing. City of Heroes, City of Heroes, wow! Uh, back at that time, mm-hmm. they didn't offer that. You paid the subscription to play the game. Mm-hmm. You first bought the game with ever how much money, and then you paid another fee on top of it every month to completely to play to continue to play, the game. play the game. Yeah, right. We've kind of we've kind of drifted away from that actually. Yeah, because I was just about to ask. There's no one else doing that right now, right? As, I don't. You know, somebody's gonna somebody's gonna hear about something and tell. Oh no no no! They still do it this way. Whatever the case may be, I mm-hmm. don't know. But f- for the best I can figure, there there there's nothing doing it like that. Like Diablo Four, you have to pay for it, and then you can pay extra for like the battle pass or the whatever thing mm-hmm. the season pass thing that goes with it um but there was a time wow that's another one you said city of heroes right i'm trying to think of uh, of another one it was guild was guild wars the first one that maybe had, had done it differently like no 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 guild wars you had to buy it or guild wars 2 i can't remember uh, but you had to buy it and you had to pay a subscription fee. Yeah, um, that's interesting. I'm just realizing that now that they don't do that anymore. You don't pay mm-hmm. for the game and then pay again to play it every month. Mm-hmm. You normally either buy the game and you can continue to play it and then pay extra for battle passes and season passes yeah. and all this other stuff. Or it's free to play and then you can put money into it to get the battle passes, season passes, that sort of thing. Yeah, I'm not sure. Somebody is in the chat room. I'm wondering if somebody's in the chat room throwing out some some stuff there. Fantasy Star Online 2 costs money. He says he thinks it's in Game Pass. Um, mm-hmm. WoW still gets lots of subscribers, more money from Microsoft. No, no, no. We know they get subscribers. We know there's mm-hmm. subscription services out there. But there used to be a situation, and I don't know. WoW may have changed theirs, and I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. But there used to be a situation where you had to put the money up front for the game, and then you had to pay a monthly fee to play, to play the game that you just spent money on to buy Mm -hmm. i also don't remember and again i could be misremembering but i don't remember us really complaining about that no i don't remember us ever thinking boy it's kind of sneaky that we're paying this money and then we got to pay every month to continue to play a game that we bought full price you know what i'm saying because we were playing together the enjoyment of us playing together uh at the same time and having so much fun with this game really outweighed the um 
the negative aspects of having to pay, what was it, 15 a month? Yeah, well, that, and, and we didn't know any other way. That wasn't, yeah, there yeah. wasn't any other way. Yeah. There was, we didn't know of any other way in order to enjoy that. There may have been, I'm trying to think, Second Life, which I wouldn't call that a game so much. Mm-hmm. Didn't feel like a game or something, but it was one of those uh, online community things. So probably not necessarily a game, mm-hmm. but I think you had to pay us. I don't think you had to pay to. You didn't have to pay to actually buy it. Mm-hmm. You paid to play it. You could download it for free, but you couldn't do anything inside the thing without paying a monthly subscription to it. I think to do it. Not even a demo. Uh, not f- not for code. that. I don't know why I'm thinking of Second Life. I feel like it's something else that I'm that I'm misremembering. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I can't remember. Yeah. Anyway, uh, continue on. Yeah, we've but, we've yeah, gone off on a, a wild ride here. No, no, it was, it was relevant because of uh, how it used to be to pay. I, co- I totally forgot. Yeah, I totally forgot that we used to have to pay a price for the game and then pay another price, usually like fifteen bucks 15 on to, top 15 of bucks it. A month. Yeah. To play it every month. Yeah. And then if we missed it, we just couldn't log in and play. We had to pay. Yeah. It wasn't like, well, you can just play the the, ba- the bare bones version. No, you didn't get that. You just couldn't play. No, all. it was an all or nothing situation in that, yeah. that at that time. But yeah, um, so I haven't uh, I haven't paid the uh, premium uh, packs uh, uh, price point in a long time. Yeah. But I'm still getting able to play the game and get with uh, do missions and things of that nature. Good. You just get better perks and things, like, uh, better perks, more storage, all types of other uh, little things, uh, things of that nature. But uh, it wasn't really necessary to do what I wanted to do, so I'm just having uh, I'm getting back into the swing of things, having fun with that, and uh, seeing how everything can mix and match up in terms of classes and equipment and gear, mm-hmm. and uh, taking out uh, taking out enemies and things of that nature. So yeah, that's pretty much what I've been uh, playing for the most part this week. Man, I played a bunch, um, but before I get to that, uh, this something else. This, this goes back to our game dis- our game discussion just a minute ago about the way things used to be type of thing and totally forgetting that they were that way. Yeah. And thinking about it now thinking, wow, what a rip off that would be if they did that now. <laughs> like <laughs> why weren't we complaining about that back then? It was because we didn't know any better. It's because we didn't know of anything, especially a game that's free to play. Huh? Yeah. How does that work? Yeah. But I still say the fun we had, if it was a bad oh, game, yeah. Oh my goodness, we would have been, well, if it was, a, I don't know, I, would we, I mean, or would we have just... If it was a bad, if it was a bad experience, bad game. I know, but we yeah. would have just regretted the purchase. Yeah. We wouldn't have felt, I mean, we would have been like, ah, we rolled the dice on something and it didn't, and it didn't work out. Our tolerance for, our tolerance for playing the game uh, uh, and still paying would have been yeah, yeah, minuscule yeah. at that yeah. point. So, like yeah. now it's like, hey, I, I want a refund for this or I want to, you know, I want the devs to fix it or I want to get my money back or something like that. Yeah. It was that was unheard of, especially digitally back then. Yeah, uh, we would buy a digital. That's it. You better hope this is a good game because you're not getting that money back. Right. There's right. no there's no way to refund this. Um, on a side, way off to the side, I was thinking about this the other day, and I can't remember what triggered it. Um, I was flipping through uh, Apple TV or whatever the thing is. Anyway, showing movies and stuff, and you'd stop on a, and maybe it was HBO Max. That's it was, it was HBO Max, and I was looking at trailers, and I want to say I watched Blazing Saddles trailer and a couple of other different trailers. Um, and the one I think I stopped on, and this really has nothing to do with gaming, but I'll get to the point. It's a long story to get back to where I was. Uh, a film called Double Jeopardy back in the 90s. Judd? Um, 
Yeah, yeah. One of the Judds and I think Tommy Lee Jones, maybe. Yeah. Um, anyway, watch the trailer for that. I, I was, I think I was working at the movie theater at the time that was coming out. Anyway, watch the trailer for that, and it had the Mister Trailer voiceover guy and it, Don LaFontaine or somebody else. I don't know, but the usual like in a world, blah blah blah, all of this stuff, stuff, stuff. And I hit, I started hitting some other trailers like in the '90s and moving up, and I was trying to pinpoint where we stopped the trailer voice any trailer now for a film maybe even, i don't know about games i haven't I haven't really paid attention to game trailers but for film any trailer now for film does not use voiceover it uses text on the screen that is it they don't use voiceover outside of pulling clips in from the film itself right right but they don't use a narrator for the trailer anymore you know, when an actor's name comes up on screen, it's just the actor's name. It's not a voice guy reading that. It's just that. I don't know if this counts, but I think the trailer to uh, Boy Murders World, Bill Skarsgård. Did you see that one? Yes. Uh, it's got a in the movie or... It's in the movie, though. Uh, well, yeah. Okay. The guy's voice, that's his voice and stuff, and it's his, in the movie. His inner voice. Is yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. But there's no, but again, he doesn't read, he doesn't read the names like from the producers of blah, 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 or, uh, you know, from, uh, yeah, it's, just the, a, it's just a splash screen up right. there on the screen. Yeah. It's, it's just a, read. it's just text. That's all they ever yeah. give you now. And obviously I'm sure that's because of the way things have advanced as far as like all this other stuff. And, and, and people would rather watch something without hearing it. And I don't know, cost something. I'm about to say whichever is cheaper. Hire, something. Hire a, hire a voice actor or just, or just splash screen and clips. Yeah. Something changed at some point and movie trailers dropped their voice guy. And I was trying to go through and try and pinpoint where that was. I don't think it was a specific time as far as like, yep, that's the last one that used. There probably is. But I was trying to figure out like, you know, I think I think one of the most recent, I think. The last voiceover trailer. Right. Which one is I, I it? think one of the most recent was in 2011, maybe even 2013. I can't remember what the film was, but mm-hmm. I remember flipping through and finding ones like, oh, that came out in 2013. And I watched the trailer and then, boom, voice guy comes over. It's like, ah, we were still doing it then. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I, 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 have no, I, have, I have no idea where it foreign was. Or, foreign or domestic uh, films? Is that? Uh, uh, I, was sticking, I was sticking mostly with domestic. Okay. Just because you can recognize, man, you know, dude's voice, right? Yeah. It yeah. was like a, I remember a, a, a video uh, that came out. It was like a little, little spoof video, uh, super voice actors. It was like four of the most prominent uh, yeah, yeah. voiceover guys in that limo. And they were, uh, um, I know having that, having that, uh, I know what you're talking about with each other. Yeah. But they, it's not there anymore. Yeah. Like that guy, that Don LaFontaine guy, he made, I mean, his day was get in a limo, drive mm-hmm. to the studio, maybe work for four hours. Yeah. Done. Yeah. That was his day, made his millions, went back, and he was done. He was done. And he would do that maybe once, two times a month. Yeah. <laughs> he, was, he was fine. <laughs> it was great. But you don't, uh, you don't see trailers like that anymore. Uh, yeah. They just don't have them anymore uh, like that. Uh, as far as the games that I was playing, and I'm so sorry that I went off on a tangent. There was just something I was thinking about. Um, yeah, I'm looking at uh, I'm looking at the chat room here. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Don died in 2008. Yeah. Um, so the games that I played, I went back last week and tried to play 
some of the demos that I had downloaded for Steam Next Fest. Right. Because at that time, my AIO had died and I couldn't play anything. And then Steam Next Fest ended. And I was like, well, I hope some of that stuff's there. And a lot of it had gone, uh, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. A lot of it had uh, the, the demo button had turned into a purchase button. And so I couldn't, I couldn't do this. So I was deleting those out. But the ones that still existed, I went in and played. And I still have a couple of others to play as well. Uh, Mad Mullet Jack, I have not played, but I still have it. I played uh, Flock, which I thought was, yeah, okay. Nice little relaxing game. It probably gets better the more you go, but um, it was all right. Um, just kind of a, a relaxer type thing. Uh, what was another one that I play? Really should write these down. Cryptmaster? Is that what it was called? Uh, Cryptmaster. Not Cryo. (laughs) Hmm. Cryptmaster video game. Yeah, that's the one I'm thinking of. Cryptmaster. I'm not exactly sure how to describe that, but you do have a narrator who is the Cryptmaster talking to you as you go through this. It is very much a... It's first person... It is, um, you know, one step at a time type thing. Uh, you move in quadrants, so it's not necessarily, uh, I'm going to walk in all kinds of directions and move this way. You go front, you go back, you go left, you go right. That's it. Mm-hmm. If you're able to, basically you're on a path, you go forward. If, a, if you know, if it stretches you and the only way you do that, you don't. <clears throat> so if I, if I move forward and I want to turn left, I don't, um, it's it's like a oh, what's the word the it's like a clockwork type thing so i move forward and then i want to move left well it'll turn my body first then i can go left you know what i'm saying sounds like resident evil eh, maybe maybe Before, uh, tank controls the of the original resident evil very much tank controls uh, i would say that i would say very much uh, a tank type controls where you move forward move backward if you want to turn left you Hit the button to turn left, your body turns, and then you hit the button again to move left if you're able to. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, that's not the point. The point is it's more of a – it's you and you're with a party or kind of because um, it's just you really. But you've got other people there. They're not people you can see, but they're down there at the bottom on your on your HUD. And it's all about spelling. <laughs> I hate to say that. It's all about spelling. So I would come upon a chest – and the Crypt Master comes up. And by the way, the voice of the Crypt Master and the writing for the Crypt Master is fantastic. Uh, very, very tongue-in-cheek humorous. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was really nice. Um, anyway, he'll open up the chest and he'll say something about it without saying what it is. And then you have to type in, you've got like four or five chances to get him to describe what he's looking at. Mm-hmm. So you tell him to look at it and he'll tell you what he's looking at. You'll tell him to feel it, and he'll tell you what it feels like, you know, that sort of thing. And you can you can say other things as well about it to get him to kind of give you an idea of what it is. There was a shield. There was a, I don't know, like a, a, a sword, a helmet, mm-hmm. piece of armor, stuff like that that you would. Armor is too vague, by the way. That doesn't help. It has to be a specific armor uh, because he talked about something that was leathery and, and light. And I thought, oh, armor. No. So you got too so, vague. It was a helmet. Yeah, it was so, too vague. Yeah. So you got to do helmet, breastplate. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Okay. Um, Shin guard. Order. Yeah. And when you would come upon an enemy, you could type in if you've unlocked this ability, which you can unlock by guessing at 
Uh, you get so many chances to guess at some of the abilities that your team has. Um, hit was an easy one to type in, and you could hit the person. Mm-hmm. But then you have to wait for a cooldown. Except you've got another guy who can instantly cool down the party by typing in yell. He's a... Uh, what's a... What's a bard. He's a bard. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to come up with a word. He's a bard. So you type in yell, then you can do that. Is over again. Um, zap. Uh, is another word that could work uh, for your team, that sort of thing. So uh, boot, so you could kick, you know, hit, kick, that sort of thing. I say, why not just type kick? Uh, boot worked. I don't know why. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Throw your footwear. No, no. Yeah, exactly. So it was really, really, it was enjoy. I, I really actually enjoyed it mm-hmm. very much in, in, in typing those things out. It was in kind of guessing the letters, throwing in a word game for me. Yeah. Um, what else did I play? Man, I really should write these things down when I do these things to, to let you know what it was that I played. Mm-hmm. Um, gosh, I cannot remember. I brought my Steam Deck here with me, but I can't. I can't remember the the others. I finished. Well, I think I already talked about the fact that I finished Gree. Did I tell you? Did I talk you about finishing about the, Gris? Gree. Yeah. Yeah, because I was real close to finishing it anyway. But yeah, yeah, yeah. wonderful game that was, and and really enjoyable. Um. The one I played this morning, uh, the one I picked up this morning, actually, actually bought this one. It's uh, it just came out this week, and it's only like thirteen bucks, and it's called Balatro. Okay, uh, B A L A T R O, which I think is a made up word anyway, but I don't know. Mm. Uh, oh, I played all those pinball games. That's what I forgot to mention. Okay. I played a bunch of pinball. I got back in. I saw there was a sale on pinball effects tables. And I got real confused because it's like, oh, pinball effects. And I was like, that's the first one. I don't want that one. I want my tables for pinball effects three. I had completely forgotten how they had set everything up. Basically, they didn't discontinue pinball effects three, but they stopped releasing tables on PFX three. Mm-hmm. And at some point they had, and I remember when this happened, but I'd completely forgotten about it. They basically re-released the entire thing as pinball effects just that's it. Pinball effects. We're not doing the mm-hmm. two. We're not doing the three. It is pinball effects. You download this, and now you have to rebuy all of your tables. That's a lot of tables. Man. It's a ton of tables. In fact, it's $181 worth on sale for all of those tables. That's the on sale price. All tables, $200. That's for sale. Yeah, that was on sale. On sale. And, what's, and I'm scared to ask what the regular price would I be. I don't know. I could look that up now, but I don't know. Um, I don't want to look that up right now. $450. Oh, uh, boy. You're going to make me do it, too. <laughs> no, hey, hey, chat, hey, chat, over under $450 for uh, all boy. the tables and pinball FX. I mean, I know AC Wraith could tell you because I know he's doing that sort of thing. I did not buy any. I was looking at it, but I um, I did not do any of that. Let me go. I'm at the I'm at the pinball effects store. I say, oh, they're still on sale. So never mind. This sale lasts, I guess, until yeah. I don't know when the sale is over with. Well, none of these are showing as on sale. Ooh, okay. Not on sale price. <laughs> what was your guess? Four hundred fifty dollars. You are so close. Four hundred and sixty-eight dollars. Jeez. Four, which makes that one hundred and eighty bucks look really nice. Um, yeah, four hundred and sixty-eight dollars. 
for those tables. Mm. Um, it is a different engine. Uh, everything is, it's, it's a completely different, everything is different. And it's one of the reasons that you have to rebuy everything is because they could not import the tables into the new game. Yeah. Had to remake. Uh, So they said, I mean, it's a, that's a great excuse to, you know, tell people. So they rebuy tables, but Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, that's, that's a lot of tables. Anyway, I, I I went in there and, and um, was looking at some of the tables and played a few of the tables. Um, I played the ET table for a while and oh man, I played another table. I think it was just ET. In fact, I played ET and pinball effects three and then I played ET and the regular pinball effects is like a free trial type thing. Yeah. And I kind of liked it in pinball. I kind of liked the, the updated engine. Kind of. Mm. I don't think I put in near enough time to really tell you if I preferred it over the other one, but I, I didn't necessarily have a problem with it. I would have put in more time, but I didn't get around to that until much later in the day. And I, I didn't spend a lot of time. I'd already played a bunch of it on FX three. Yeah. And so I didn't spend a lot of time with it, but it was, I it it I it made me miss playing the pinball stuff and really want to get back into it. But you know, seeing what they had, seeing what they'd done to my boy, um, seeing how they'd just done that, and and I actually wasn't too sure on how the new system worked because I wasn't sure. Speaking of buying things and then paying more to play them, I wasn't sure if buying the tables got them in there, and then you had to pay to play them or something it shouldn't be but there's like a pinball pass that you can buy where you can play all the tables for a monthly subscription fee or for a yearly subscription fee yeah but some tables aren't included in that you would have to buy them you gotta buy them yeah so yeah i i'm not yeah i'm not sure um if Steam registers you owning, okay, AC Rith says if Steam registers you owning the table in Pinball FX3, you can often get it for less than two dollars. The problem is the tables that were grandfathered in from Pinball FX2 that Steam does not recognize as purchased. Oh, that's horrible. So, in other words, when it went from Pinball FX to Pinball FX2, the tables you had purchased on the first game were ported into the second game. Mm-hmm. And then when they went from two to three, the tables you had purchased from the first and from the second got ported into three. Okay. The problem with that is it doesn't register those as tables that you purchased. It only looks at what you have purchased after three's release. The last not, iteration of... Pin- not the imported ones, which would have been a ton of mine. Jeez. That's horrible. That's a loss. Oh, that's a loss. That's horrible. Uh, AC Ray says you don't pay twice. You just choose subscription as permanent. Yeah. Um, I'm not really big on that subscription thing. I feel like I would rather pay to own the tables again and just, you know, go that route maybe. But I don't know. Uh, that that really, man, that hurts. What you just told me there, AC Ray, that hurts. I have a lot of tables in that machine or in that game and, and to have them not register as something I'd purchased because that's horrible. That's hard. I say that's horrible. It's horrible on the, um, that's horrible on the partisan studios. Put it that way. Mm. That's, that's on them. And that is, man, that is a studio I really loved at one time. 
and I don't know how many people are still there um, doing what they're doing, but wish they could have fixed that. That's sad. Uh, anyway, back to Bellatro. Bellatro. Mm-hmm. Um, if you enjoy poker, you m- probably will like Bellatro. It is a poker roguelike. It's hard. To, it's hard. Going to be hard to describe. Um, you play. You don't really play against anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, you have a small blind that has. I don't know. They call them by blinds, and I know what blinds are in poker hands. Think of it differently. Think of these as one, two, and three. So there's blind one, blind two, and blind three. Blind one says score 300 points, 300 chips, whatever, Mm -hmm. and then you win. Blind two is like score 600, and you win. And then the third one in the list is always like a boss battle. He'll want you that that blind will be usually around a thousand points to score, but they'll usually be a um oh what's the word a modifier. Okay. One of the modifiers I got that actually ended my run was that all ha- all cards drawn are face down. <laughs> so there was no I didn't know what they were. <laughs> It was horrible. Um, anyway, so you pick on you. You pick the blind you're going to play. You can't. You can't pick. You have to beat the first two to play the boss. You know what I'm saying? You right. can't pick. You can skip some blinds for for a price type of thing or for a um, something that might kind of monkey's paw your your situation. You know, yeah. hey, you can skip this. But this might happen if you do, you know, one of those situations. Yeah. Anyway, you get the blind. So I got I got to score 300 points. It deals out some cards. I have, uh, you know, a certain amount of times I can discard cards to pull in some new ones. And I can play a certain amount of hands. Mm-hmm. If I can't get to the score to beat the blind in that many hands, then I lose. My run is done. I start from the beginning. Right. You know, it goes by the same rules. Here's a pair, that sort of thing. You know, if I want to play a pair, I don't have to play five cards. I can just play that pair, and it totals those up. Mm-hmm. Um, all the other same rules apply. Flushes, straights, all the, all your poker hands are there. You play those. That's not a problem. Once you, once you beat a blind, you win some money. It's not much, but it's some money. This takes you to the shop. The shop has all sorts of things that modify the play style. I'm talking about uh, your normal deck has 52 cards. Well, I can buy other cards to go in that deck. I can buy an extra ace to go into the deck if I want to. You know, 53 cards with five aces in it. If I wanted to do that, I can do Mm -hmm. it. Uh, Some cards have different properties to them. Uh, Whereas... Hold up. Five aces. Is that a a copied suit or a completely new suit? A copied suit. Okay. It It would be a copied suit. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, they didn't, they don't come up with second. They don't come up with, there's still the four suits and they're still okay. all the same cards. All right. I got you. What got they you. do play with are joker cards. And then there's something called tarot cards. And then there's planet cards. Um, these are all kind of modifiers for the game. They got tarot cards in there. Tarot cards can be used. Joker cards are, let me go back. Joker cards are used 
to um, give you better multipliers. Mm-hmm. One Joker card said anytime you play a club, it gets a plus four multiplier. So if I can get a flush of all clubs, I'm going to get a four multiplier on all five cards. Mm-hmm. That's 20 times. That's a 20x multiplier, mm-hmm. you know? And the cards are counted up by their face value. Face cards are 10, and then the rest of them are, the you know, ace is 11, and the rest of them are, you know, 9, 8, 7, 6, yeah. 5. So anyway, if I can get that, that doesn't matter. Even if I started at 2 and worked my way up as, a, as you know, I say that, but if, if, um, if they were all clubs and they were the low cards, still, still doesn't still, matter. Still a big, big Because I'm getting a yeah. 20 multiplier on it. Right. Now, you can have up to five Joker cards, which do these multiplier type things. Mm-hmm. They do these bonuses. Some take a some some say, hey, this is going to give you a plus ten multiplier, but there is also a one in four chance that uh, it is destroyed <laughs> after each hand. So it's kind of a risk reward type thing. Mm-hmm. There's all sorts of different things that that give you different kind of multipliers, different kind of bonuses mm-hmm. uh, that you can do. So, and then when you open up card packs, um, when you go to the shop, you can open up card packs. And they could have interesting little modified regular cards, you know. I had one that was a 10 of clubs, but if I played it, um, it would count for 30, I think. But if I played it with another 10 or uh, a, a more clubs or something, it it got the points increased. Mm-hmm. All these kind of bonuses. You know, you can run with a deck that's like 60 some odd cards just because it's got all these different bonuses and different kind of things in there um tarot cards you can use those immediately let's say um i had a tarot card that said select a card to turn into a gold card and a gold card is a bigger multiplier more points that sort of thing well if i've got two aces and three kings i can throw those up there and i'll click on one of the aces use my tarot card to make it gold then play the hand mm-hmm. so there's tons of ways and you're just doing this to continue to move forward Make the money, move yourself forward in there until you hit. Keep, yeah, until keep, you hit a wall. Yeah, keep the chain moving until it hits. Uh, to keep the combo going until you hit. The, yeah. uh, hit the end. And it's and you'll likely hit a wall at some point, but it is really addictive and it's a it's a it's a lot of fun hmm. uh, to play. What is uh, Thar sixty six says? I read it gets really addicting. It's twenty bucks. Might grab it. Twenty bucks. Where? It was on Steam for not I see it for fifteen right now. On Steam. Really? Why did I pay? I paid 13 hmm. Sorry, I'm going to check this out. Because I'm curious. Yeah. I mean, I pulled it up on, uh, on Steam. It says uh, 15 uh, Bellatro. And the soundtrack for three bucks. Well, I'll be. I'm trying to find it here. Top sellers. Relative new game, too. Came out on the 20th. Yeah, it's very, it's very, it's very new. Yeah. Dang. I wonder if it doesn't show up on the store for me as much if I've already bought it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, it is showing as 15. What? What? Did I, did I beat a, a, a clock this morning when I, when I bought it? That's weird. Because mm. I did not 
pay 15 bucks for this thing. It was on sale, like hmm. introductory price. Well, that's weird. Well, <laughs> I'm sorry. It. I don't know why it's weird, but it's weird. Yeah, price history on this thing, uh, 1349 But I'm guessing that is no more. Anyway. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Thar66 says apparently it is, it's on Xbox. Probably not on Game Pass, I don't think. He would have said that. But uh, it is on Xbox, I guess, if you've got a console. I picked it up on, on Steam because it works. It's, it's Steam Deck. In fact, if you wanted to play it, you're more than welcome to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've got my Steam Deck right here with the game on it. Played it just before you got here. Tried to go on a run. In fact, I stopped. Uh, so I'll pick that back up at the house or, or, or on the Steam Deck. Because you can just, once you're... Once you get through a blind, you can stop and then and then come back to it later. They yeah. also give you they also seem to give you a code, and I haven't tried that out yet, but it's a it's a seed number. Yeah. And uh, I'm wondering if I can go back and input that seed number and it will start me with my money and my cards and everything else, but start at the beginning, maybe? I'm not sure. Yeah. I haven't that's the weird thing. When I played the demo, there was a tutorial playing the demo. Mm-hmm. But I was in such a rush and not really figuring everything out that I thought, eh, I'll come back to it. Well, the demo went away. So when I bought the game and went in there, it remembered where I was from the demo. Yeah. But it was done teaching me about the game. And I was like, wait, I need to go back and learn again. And I can't, for the life of me, find any kind of option to say, play the tutorial or or tell me how to play. So this whole morning, every time I play it, I'm playing it figuring it out as i go well time to go to youtube <laughs> maybe yeah. but it's not it's not hard to do it's not hard to yeah. figure that part out yeah i just looked it up on the uh, thing i didn't see all the pl- platforms it was on nintendo switch ps5 ps4 windows xbox one series F, x and s so yeah it's all over the place but not playstation but not not playstation ps5 ps4 oh okay nintendo, okay. Uh, nintendo switch ps5 ps4 windows uh xbox one uh, series x series s so yeah, it's it's all over the place. Okay, cool. Yeah, and it's uh fifteen on um so far on a PlayStation Store right now. So it's all over the place. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so definitely. Uh, I thought it was I thought it was cheaper, but uh, it's it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun to play. Mm-hmm. Um, and to figure out as you go and and uh, yeah, and to learn like what I had to learn. Um, how it all how it all worked and stuff and what I was doing. It was, it was a, it was an interesting learning process, but I will say this, it was one of the easier learning processes in a game that, that like I had gotten a tutorial, but I don't remember any of how it worked. Mm-hmm. So me kind of reading descriptions and figure, you know, figuring things out, it just started to flow and sort yeah. of, I think one of the things about it uh, is... Naturally instruct. Yeah, I think one of the things about it is that uh, piques my interest is usually in these rogue card builder things, like you, I have no idea what the card's all about, uh, don't know what the thing is. Right, these are playing cards. In, completely independent of what I know. I know playing cards. Mm-hmm. You know, they've been around uh, a long time, pretty much. Any, I don't know anybody who doesn't know what the deck of, uh, deck of cards looks right. like and what the values are and what the games that they play. So having something familiar like that, I guess it would help you get help you get into the game easier and know what's what when you uh when you see it and how to use it and yep. the multipliers aren't too uh not not too many uh, different multipliers in there is it so it's not overwhelming. Oh, there are hundreds of Joker cards, hundreds of Joker cards. But okay. you have to just kind of they randomly show up. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Every time the store pops up, there are usually. 
two, maybe two Joker cards for you to pick from. Yeah. You can pay some of your money, and you don't have a lot of money, but you, and you mm. win little bits here and there. But you can pay some of your money to re-roll. In other mm. words, it'll take those two out and put in new random twos, you yeah. know. Yeah. Um, and it'll tell you if you've already discovered this card or if it's an undiscovered card. First time you're seeing it or that sort of thing oh, as, you, as you look up the Joker stuff. And there, there's a ton of variations. Okay. A ton of them uh, to, to do that. And then when you get into the planet cards, which I know we haven't talked about, um, planet cards upgrade your played hands, if, if that makes sense. In other words... Um, it affects the whole five cards, not just one? It, 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 well, it affects certain hands. So okay. in other words, um, I want to... Uh, you don't get to pick. It's based on whatever the card is that you have. So okay. maybe I pull a Mars, and this particular Mars card says that pairs are now bumped up to level two or level three. Mm-hmm. In other words, so if you play a pair, you don't get a double multiplier this time. You're at level three, which now they get multiplied by four. Mm-hmm. For the rest of the game, for the rest of your run, mm-hmm. not for, you know, not just for that one play, but it levels up hands. Mm-hmm. that you possibly could play. Um, mm-hmm. And so there's that as well uh, with, with your planet cards. I said the tarot cards, they change things almost into instantaneously. Um, there's, I don't know, there's other types. Uh, there's mm-hmm. tons of different modifiers. Yeah. Um, so whole different, uh, different tiers of uh, modifiers, but with the same mm-hmm. 52 or extra. Well, or extra, yes, got. exactly. That you got, so yeah. Yeah, and your jokers, you know, there was a there was a joker that let me do flushes and straights with only four cards instead of five. That was nice. I bet. Yeah, because then it was like, <laughs> ooh, I can make that. And I had a really good run once where um, I got interest on however much money I had left at the end of a game. It would add a dollar, I think, for every five bucks that I had in my my bank. Mm-hmm. That was helpful as my money kept growing, getting into the forties and fifty dollars area. That was nice. There was also a multiplier for every club that I played. It would multiply by four. Mm-hmm. So, like well, we talked about that, yeah. There was a multiplier for playing flushes on top of the clubs which was fantastic mm. there was a joker card that multiplied depending on how many uncommon joker cards i had in my in my bank up there mm-hmm. so i made sure to have like three uncommons and it would give me a multiplier after every hand play so it's it just ways that you can do that but it's all about trying to beat the blinds so that you can get further mm-hmm. especially those boss blinds because they're going to have some boss blind, and I'm way over time. Some boss blinds would say, "Hey, the cards that you, the hands that you played in the last game, all those cards are now dead. So if they came up in your hand, they would not count for scoring. They would not count for anything. They were dead. So you would have to discard those cards. They were yeah. not. They were not helpful anymore. Um, there was one that said, <laughs> I screwed up on this one. There was one that said the first hand you play." It was worded in a different way, but it was basically the first hand you play, you then have to, that's the only hand you can ever play. So if I played a pair, then that's the only hand I could play for the rest of that game, a pair. Mm. Instead, I played a straight. (laughs) 
And that made it very difficult. Yeah. <laughs> I shouldn't have done that. Or was it four of a kind? I think it was four of a kind I played. Mm. I don't remember, but it was ridiculous. And I was like, I, sh- I shouldn't have done that. Yep. We're way behind. We need to go. Uh, so, yeah, this is music from a game called Witchwood. It is called The Graveyard. We'll be back with more of in-game chat right after this. And welcome back into the show. I may just let this music play under us while we're talking. It's good music. Um, this is music from Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League. It is called The Batman Experience. And I believe it's because this is the part where you basically run into Batman, but he's doing all the things that you did back in those other Batman games that you played. Mm-hmm. Hiding and making you know noises and trying to trick you into it. It's a really cool thing. And then when I heard the music for it, I thought, ah, oh, God, it takes me back. Love it. And I hate the fact that it's apparently just not a great game at all. It's got good reviews. I mean, as, as good reviews on Steam. I wouldn't say good reviews like on Metacritic and stuff like that. No. Mm-hmm. It's got horrible reviews. Yeah. But this music was like, man, that's Batman music, man. That's my Batman video game music. Why didn't I get a Batman video game? I don't know. I'm sure they got tired of doing it, honestly. But yeah, that's what that is. Uh, in fact, uh, who is it? WB? I think Warner Brothers have said that they were, um, yeah. Suicide Squad fell short of expectations. Not even a month after release. Um, the company flat out stated that Suicide Squad completely missed its purported expectations. Speaking to shareholders during a earnings call, Warner Brothers Discovery Chief Financial Officer discussed Rocksteady's latest action-adventure game. He didn't provide any sales figures but admitted that the game did not perform as well as the company had hoped for, particularly when they compared it to the success of Hogwarts Legacy. Like, okay, that's fine for you to compare. I, no, it's not actually fine for you. Those are two different games. Two very different games. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know why you would compare an open world I say open world. I'm not actually sure if Hogwarts is an open world type of thing. I guess Suicide Squad's open world as well, but well, it's different. Well, they're talking to a bunch of shareholders, right? They are, so it's no point. So there's yeah. no point. It, all they know is that uh, video game, this is video game. You didn't do as well as this video game that we put a lot of money into, so we're not happy. Yeah. The genre doesn't matter. It's, the, it's that it's a product, and it didn't sell very well. Yep. 
Uh, they say that uh, we are lapping the release of Hogwarts Legacy in February last year, which saw the largest portion of its very positive financial impact in the first quarter. This year, Suicide Squad, one of our key video game releases in 2024, has fallen short of our expectations since its release earlier this quarter, setting our games business up for a tough year-over-year uh, comparison in quarter one. Well, yeah, because you... There was a way you could have fixed that. There's a way that that could have been changed. But I know. We, yeah, Lethal Migraine says uh, it could be worse. They could have Square could have published them because <laughs> they say every game underperforms. Yeah, they um, they have that. They have a high threshold for success, don't they? they do. Yeah. Which, by the way, um, because specifically that that brings to like Tomb Raiders, who they were. Upset about. Yeah, it was like double-digit millions, and it wasn't nothing. But it was because it was exclusive. It was only on one system. Well, it was on two, like PC and Xbox, I think. Yeah, but it still wasn't enough. But it wasn't It wasn't on It wasn't on enough, you know, it didn't... Didn't get know. enough exposure, I guess. Yeah, yeah, they didn't, they didn't, it was enough, it was the, enough the for, num- for the us. Numbers, the numbers were good. The numbers but, were fine, just not to them. Just not to them, yeah, exactly. Um... But that brings me another thing. Uh, recently released is the Tomb Raider remaster, where they did one, two, and three, and they remastered them. Yeah, uh, that is very recent. And when I was looking again at Steam for this, extremely positive for those remasters. Yeah, uh, there's been a lot of love for those remasters. Uh, it's a bundle collection, so it's not like you can buy just one, two, or three. You just buy the thing, and it's one, two, and three remastered. Yeah. And it's gotten a lot of love from players. So mm-hmm. I guess that's. That's good to know. Uh, we spent a lot of time talking about Bellatro, which means we got to take another break. <laughs> so <laughs> this was only going to be a quick one here. We took way too long. So we'll be back with more of in-game chat right after the top of the hour here. Music from, speaking of Square, their latest called Foam Stars, which is basically just uh, Splatoon. Splatoon, but not Splatoon. squids and ink. Splatoon with bubbles. It's foam, yeah. Yeah. Welcome back into in game chat music here from a game. Oh God, I'm not going to pronounce this. Uh, Lisfanga, L Y S F A N G A, Lisfanga. Close enough. Title of the track is called "Steps of the Wind," so that's what we'll call it. Because I can't figure to call it Lisfanga. Anyway, welcome back into the show. No. I sounded like Dracula there. We were talking about how well games have been doing, and Helldivers has just been unreal with its success. Uh, The player count has more than doubled since launch weekend. 300,000 and climbing. That is an old report, and I think it's now up to 400,000. They've actually expanded the server, uh, the, 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 the 
whatever. Like, hey, we can have this many players. Well, they've upped the cap, the player cap. Uh, so now a lot of people can can be on servers now. They've implemented plenty of th- and it just Sony has has a winner on their hands in this, mm. and that's great. It scares me only for the fact that I think they're going to continue in that direction. Not saying that we don't need more of those if they're fun. Sure, why not? But you know, don't just don't just make that all you do. You know, it's yeah. it, I kind of look at Warner Brothers, what we just talked about with with their situation. Mm-hmm. Um, way back when when Rocksteady was working on whatever they were going to be working on, uh, it felt like, and I don't know, I still don't know the whole situation of the story, but it felt like they were, you know, pushed more towards going the games as a service uh, yeah. route. Like, hey, there's money to be made here in this games as a service thing. This is what we want you to make. In fact, we want every we want all of our games to have some sort of games as a service ecosystem involved to where people pay more money after they've already paid money to play the game. We want them to pay more. Mm-hmm. Figure out how to make more games that do that. Um, and those usually fall into categories is what we've got with. Helldivers and Destiny and Suicide Squad and that sort of thing. Looter shooters all over the place. Um, and that's fine when they work and they work well. And apparently Helldivers has done that. Just don't continue. <laughs> like, but, the, but Sony has like a whole plan for their live service games. Yeah. Um, they focused on, I think three of them during a PlayStation thing last year, Helldivers two being one of those, mm-hmm. um, De- destiny's Bungie's marathon being another one. Uh, that they're looking into. So they do have a plan for live service, and it consists of about four or five games. But with Helldivers busting out like it's done, I think they will either now direct the other games to be more like this, or let's do more like this. You know, maybe not tell those other studios to change, keep what you're doing, but let's start focusing more like this, Mm -hmm. because that was very successful to us. It, it, ha- it, every, it always happens that way, right? Um, the Wii was selling great, and so the other two companies, Microsoft and Sony, said, we got to have motion controls in our stuff. And Sony came up with the Move. Microsoft came up with the Kinect. You know? Um, would have been nice if they had come up with a portability type thing, like Switch was a big seller because it's portable. Well, let's figure out a way to do our portable games. Sony came up with the PlayStation Portal. <laughs> Which is really, really marketed for people who just don't have access to their television set in their own house. Because you can only stream games from your PlayStation within your home network. Mm. (laughs) So it's basically, we have one TV, I'm going to go play on my portal in the other room. You guys watch your movie, Mm -hmm. whatever the case may be. So it's a very specific need for the portal. Um, so I don't it's, think it's there it's, yet. It's, uh, it's TV streaming. Um, Only in this house. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, and, and so they just follow suit. That's always, that's always the case. That formula is working for them. So let's make it work for us. Yeah. Um, which in gaming terms, by the time you get around to doing that, um, that fad could have passed. Yeah. It could have died out. Um, and in, and in most cases, it feels 
a lot like it has. And I was worried a little bit about Helldivers. I thought, man, how's that going to make it if, if all these other games are just kind of not doing too well for their games as a service thing? But Helldivers has been amazing uh, with its reception. So um, let's go to the phones. I have no idea who we're talking to. Hi, you're on in-game chat. Who's this? It's Chris. Hey, man, what's up? Uh, got into seeing stars. Oh, okay. On what system? That's on the, I've got it on the Switch. Okay. How is it? Well, I played it for quite a bit, but I wanted to finish it up. Is it, uh, that's not a, is that, what is it? Is it an, it's not an MMO. What is it? What type of game is it? It's a, uh, like an 8-bit or 16-bit role-playing game that's based on some other old series from the past. Okay, so it's an RPG. All right, cool. Yeah. I wasn't sure. Turn-based or? Yeah, it's a turn-based. Okay, all right. And you finished it? It's got a lot of puzzles in it, too. Ooh, nice. I like those. There's a whole game that is nothing but puzzles. Uh, Islands of Insight. Was This was another one that I was going to play during the Next Fest. And it was a demo until Next Fest was over and the button turned to a purchase and I never mm-hmm. got to. But it's based... Did you ever play The Witness, RJ? I, I, think, I think I've got it on my uh, PS4. Yeah, yeah you were on an island and it had yeah. puzzles and you could walk around and do all these puzzles. They were mostly the same type of puzzles. Islands of Insight is like that, but it is a much bigger area. You have much more control over your characters, much more mainstream in that way, and the puzzles are completely varied they're not Mm -hmm. all like get your dot from point a to point b type thing they're all kind of very different puzzles Mm -hmm. that you can that you can seek out and play um i'm really really interested in it it's a little on the pricey side for me right now 30 bucks Mm -hmm. and you know bellatro is 15 13 bucks it was nice Mm uh but um yeah you know may wait for a sale on it or something like that sorry didn't mean to take time away from you there but anyway sea of sea of stars yeah, I've been wanting to finish it up, and I'm about got to the end where I can beat it. So, something to knock out of the way before Final Fantasy is next week. Oh, the rebirth. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, that's that releases next week. That's when that comes out. Uh, I think it's at the end of the month, in like four or five days, I think. Yeah. Okay. I wasn't sure. I haven't been following along, but I know it's a big anticipated release. Um, because they basically expanded. Final Fantasy VII sequelized it, really. Mm. Um, yeah, the way it looks, there's going to probably be another couple games before they finish up the storyline. Yes! I'm amazed that a game that released back in 97? Do you remember when Final Fantasy VII released? It was in, I think, 96 or 97, somewhere like a couple years after the PlayStation 1 had been out. I know. I remember I was working at Blockbuster at the time. And I remember that being up for a rental. And it was, what, five discs? Uh, I think it was three or four. Yeah, it was, it was a massive amount of, uh, of discs to play on your PlayStation, uh, the original PlayStation. And I remember renting it out. Or I re- actually, I remember a lot of us renting it at the end of the night. We would, we would rent it <laughs> to take it home. Yeah. Um, I never did, though. I, never, I didn't own a PlayStation for one. Uh, and so I never, that was never a thing for me. Um, I know that it was a big deal for a lot of gamers way back when, but I never got to experience that. Um, and now they have, 
you know, they did the remaster and I thought, well, that's interesting. But then the remaster really ended up being a sequel. A continu- yeah, basically the remake and remaster things that they're doing, they're, they're doing part of the storylines throughout, you know, your adventure on the original one and just redoing and rehashing the storyline. And, you know, it's, uh, this is only going to take us so far in that story. And then, of course, there will probably be another couple down the road that's going to finish up that whole story from the original I am. It is. It is amazing. It. It. What it does is it makes me regret the fact that I never got to experience that, because I think had I originally played that game ever how long ago, and 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 been in the zeitgeist of of what was going on, that this would have been amazing to watch. As oh, it's a remaster. I'm going to play that because I had such fond memories of Final Fantasy VII. I'm going to play that, and then to play it. And then start to get these little bitty hints and crumbs of like, wait a second, that didn't happen originally. This is different. What is this? Mm-hmm. And, and to slowly discover that what you're playing is not just a remake, but a continuation. And that it is going further from where that left off. Mm-hmm. Um, would have been wonderful to come across. Would have been one of those really like cool moments, but I didn't get to experience that. Well, what I've read and seen, uh, the when it comes out on the PlayStation Five, it's going to be on two discs. Yeah, no, it, I wouldn't. I wouldn't doubt it physically. I wouldn't doubt it. I, I, I wonder how much space it's going to require to download it. Well, we'll find out in a few days. Although, <laughs> if it's coming on, if it's coming on two discs, as, as far as I know. Games nowadays are downloaded to your system. You don't play them off the disc. Um, so even if you do have a disc, you put it in the system, and all it does is install that onto your system and then let you play it. You just have to have a disc for verification purposes. Yeah. That you own it. Yeah. And then it doesn't play from the disc that I know. I want to say, I want to say Mortal Kombat was like that. The, I, almost uh, all games are like yeah. that. If they have a disc now, they don't play from the disc. They install the game onto your system... And then the disc the verifies that you verifies own it. That you have it. That's yeah. it. And you have to have it in there to play it. That is, uh, from from what I understand, that is that is all that's needed now. They don't do it anymore. They don't they don't play off disc anymore. So, um, but yeah. I wonder how far back that way of doing things goes. I mean, like I know the PlayStation Two uh, didn't do that because it didn't have a hard drive. But I wonder, like, since. Uh, maybe the third, you know, the, the 360 and, and PlayStation 3 generation, or at the end of that generation, maybe PlayStation 4 and Xbox One, where they started doing. That. I would say I would I would much go I would I would be much more comfortable telling you that it was four and 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 Xbox One uh, or four Pro maybe or something. Probably later in those in that cycle, in the PlayStation yeah. 4 and Xbox One cycle, when that switched, it may have switched. When these new systems released, I don't remember, and it's weird to talk about that. It's weird to f- it's weird that Xbox Series X and PlayStation Five have been out for four years now, or at least work. Yeah, four years. They came out in twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. It they still feel like we're still in the newer part of it, but we're middle. We're we're middle to close to end, yeah, according to Sony. Yeah, which is just a weird thought. To think that we're almost done with, I we're not on. I don't want to. I don't want to throw images in people's minds of like what this this generation's over with. No, no, no. we're we're almost to the point of where we're going to get new consoles. I mean, we're getting a new Switch next year, mm-hmm. Switch Two, and 
I wouldn't be surprised if we start st- start seeing teases and mentions of the next ones next year for the year after or the year after that. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe pro versions of the, the current. Well, stuff. that's what I was reading about. Sony's Sony is looking because so the situation with Sony, they you know we talked about this last week where they said that uh, you know we don't have any big franchise releases this year, so be prepared for. Uh, a you know a loss in 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 revenue for software. Yeah, hardware had already taken a taken a, a dip anyway uh, for their for what they were projecting, and with that being the case, it feels like later this year, likely, we will get the whatever the mid step is from five to six. You know, the mm-hmm. PlayStation Five Pro will get a revamped console. I don't know about from Microsoft, but I'm almost positive we're going to get that from Sony because Sony doesn't have – they're getting ready for – oh, goodness. Some – if they don't have any releases coming out this year, then they are going to have some coming out the year after that. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to think of what they are. I remember there being talks about – I mean, obviously, we've seen, the, we've seen the leaks of Insomniac. We know what they've got going on with Wolverine, Spider-Man 3 – the Venom standalone game that they're working on. So we know those are coming. But they want to be in a position to where people will buy the newer console for those games to kind of give a nice little bump in between now and then. Um, and so I think, they're, I think they'll get those out there. I think they'll put those on the shelf this year uh, for Christmas and stuff. They'll put those on the shelf. Mm-hmm. PlayStation 5 Pros. I don't know what they're going to call it. Yeah. Uh, bye bye by the end of this year or probably... In the next year or so, huh? Uh, the PlayStation, the PlayStation Five revamp will will. I almost am sure it'll be out this year. Um, later this year, I am almost positive that it'll be out later this year. I don't know how much different it's gonna. I don't know any specs for you as to what it's gonna be like. Uh, I don't know anything. Bigger hard drive, a little bit better on on you know the. <laughs> The, the the look of it and everything else maybe some you know some upgrades here and there but um but yeah i i think i think definitely we'll get that mid between console generation thing happening this year for sony i don't necessarily know that microsoft has anything up their sleeve just yet uh for a revamp on the series x i really don't think they do um but i believe sony does so mm. uh, that's my thought you can hold me to it but we'll find out this year later this year but i think we are going to get that uh-huh. I don't know why I think that, just because they've got nothing else. And if you've got nothing else from your team, then I figure that's what they're going to release, is a revamped console to try and bring in some revenue, hardware revenue. Um, but I don't know. Because they, they were taking losses on it every uh, the whole year, weren't they? They were up to a point. Yeah. Um, they had a pretty good run in a few years back. With their PlayStation, because you could find those, but you couldn't find Xboxes, or the Xboxes weren't, I don't know what the deal was. Mm. And it wasn't necessarily that Xbox was selling better than PlayStation, they just had more inventory, and the PlayStation was was selling pretty well. Um, They did a couple of Black Friday deals that were pretty good as well, Um, but yeah, I think we'll we'll get that. Will we get any new games that go with it? Maybe third-party titles, uh, possibly, Mm. Um, but you know, who knows, so... Well, Chris, anything else, buddy, before we let you go? Oh, yeah. I've been working on one of our old VCRs that I've had. It's about 
only a few years uh, younger than I am. <laughs> uh, uh, do you remember those old beasts of uh, VCRs, those old top loader VCRs from in, in, in the early 80s, like 81? I want to yeah. say I had one, yeah. Yep. I uh, say I had one, well, family ours had one. Was, ours was an old RCA VET 650. You can Google what it looks like, but, you know, it weighs almost as old as it is. You know, a good 30, 40 pounds, you know, give you a hernia moving the thing around. They were weighty suckers. Mm-hmm. Yes, they were. Yeah. They were very so, hefty. Husky, well, we call them. We've heard the, we've had ours in the closet for years that it had, you know, a wired remote, you know, like a 15 or 20-foot wired remote that God. goes up to the corner of it. Yep. And I was curious to see if the darn thing would work or not, but... It won't play tapes, and you know, but it looks like the electronics and the brains of it are still functioning. And I, and I pass the signal through it; it still passes the signal okay. And yeah, all. but the motors are probably dead. But uh, I didn't know it, it's, it's actually looking really good. Then I found a repair video of the exact same model on YouTube from a repair guy that has like forty years experience, and his that he repaired was doing the exact same thing that mine's doing. But mine has less issues than he, and, and so far it's all mechanical, and I'm waiting on some parts and just what, you know, what I've seen so far, one of the rubber bands on the bottom that drives the motors is wore out, and, and it won't, it doesn't have enough strength to play the tape and fast forward or rewind, but I can trick the thing when there's no tape in there, and it'll do fast forward and rewind without a tape in it. So a wore out belt that, that drives the mechanism and then one of the other gears and stuff in the tape, the, the tape load mechanism is froze up where they should be free to, to spin and move. And his did the exact same thing that mine's doing. And I want to clean those up and get and get those items fixed. And I may have to be lucky, and it may still play tapes and record like it used to uh, if, that's no, if there's no other issues besides those two mechanical issues. Well, good luck, man. Mm. And yeah, give us, a, real... give us, a, yeah, give us an update. That's kind of cool. But yeah, uh, anybody out there, and, and of course, uh, I've posted pictures of the you know, my process of taking it apart, uh, Scott. So you can look at the pictures of it with the face plate off and everything. But <laughs> yeah, that, that thing's a beast to look at. I wish I could remember the one we had, but we had a top loader uh, as a kid. I remember putting my tapes in there and stuff. But we had a top loader VCR. I just don't remember the name of it. Big. Big silver-looking thing with, you know, but like it's the size of this console, this, yeah. this board that we have in here. But the size of this thing, just one part of the tape went in. The rest of that was the tiny clock and then these big buttons. But the rest of it was all just the innards that had to yeah. do everything. That was just amazing how huge it was. All right, Chris. Well, we got to run anyway. So <laughs> thank you for calling in and we'll talk to you next week. All right. All right, I'll see y'all later. Y'all have a good one. You too, buddy. Take care now. Bye-bye. All right, bye. We are going to take a break here. When we come back, we'll hit up the rest of the news that we can. Uh, Thar, I had a Betamax as well. I think I still do. Um, I've got something, and I don't know what it's called, but it's uh, there's these little thin tapes, and you put them in the top of this viewer, and there's no audio with it, though. It's just images, mm-hmm. and it just plays. So I don't remember what it's that like was. like a glorified Viewmaster. But I remember, I remember the camera that Dad had, and I may still have it somewhere, but you held it in hand. It was a, like a pistol grip type thing with the camera, and on the top were these two just bright-as-day lights that stuck out like that. But there's no audio. Just you 
press the trigger and it would record and that was it. Mm. I don't remember what those are called. But anyway, uh, we'll be back with more in just a minute. Uh, this is music from Vampire the Masquerade. It is called, oh, the Vampire the Masquerade, subtitled Justice. This is the main theme. We'll be back right after this. Welcome back into in-game chat. Music here from a new game called Banishers: Ghosts of New Eden. It's the credit music that plays over the credits there. Jumping into the news, Elden Ring DLC, man. Yeah, that's all. That's all the Shadow idea. of the Erd Tree. Shadow of the Erd Tree. Okay, yeah. I'm making sure I pronounce that right. Um, is the Erd tree the big tree that's in the that's the big, on the yeah, thing? The big tree you got to get to where the uh, uh, boss battle takes place. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Um, what I'm thinking is, um, is there going to be another uh, Future Press book for that? Probably is because they did split the one for um, uh, Bloodborne, so probably will be another book to get. Man, that collector's edition looks nice. Mm-hmm. Looks. New weapons, new enemies, all that good stuff. Yeah. How much is the... It says it's available for pre-order. What's the price? Okay, there it is. Um, 300 250 Close enough. For an expansion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For a collector's edition on an expansion, $250. Huh. What is the what is the regular cost of the game itself? Do we know? That was six well it was sixty bucks when I bought the original game, so six oh well no, sixty bucks for the original game, but yeah. what is the price of forty? I'm looking it up now. Yeah. I am looking Elden Ring is that says deluxe edition, which is a hundred. I don't want that one. Yeah. I don't want that one. What is this? That's the premium bundle. There's a standard edition of the game. Then there's bundles of that. Just what is the forty dollars? Thank you. Expansion code. Yeah. Yeah, forty bucks for the expansion. Mm-hmm. Which, given a game like Elden Ring, I, I think forty bucks is. I think you'll get your money's worth. What was uh, Morales? 
the Miles Morales of Spider-Man. How much was that? Ooh. Was it 30? I wanted to say it was forty at, at retail. Because you said it was a what was it standalone DLC? I think it was a, it was a it was a yeah it was standalone. Yeah, it was a, it wasn't even DLC. You didn't have to have the original game to play it. You could right, just buy right. that. Um, so expand alone, I guess, if you want to call it. Yeah. Um, but I think it was for, I think it was forty. Yeah, I'm almost positive that it was that it was not regular price. Right. Right. Um. Yeah, you didn't pay 60, 70 bucks for it. I think you paid 40 for it mm-hmm. for that. Um, so, yeah. But there we go. We got uh, that DLC. I, you know, I would love to tell you about the DLC, but I don't know enough about the game to tell you anything about the DLC. It has a release date of June 21st. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's when it's going to be coming out. It'll be on PC, PlayStation 4 and 5, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X. Uh, there is a trailer out for it. I think uh, the most I'm looking forward to is, uh, well, like I said, new enemies, new equipment, new gear, things like that. But I'm more interested in the uh, lore with uh, Mikola. Yeah. Uh, another ca- character that was referenced a lot in the original game, but never made an appearance really. So we're going to see what his, his deal is all about. Miyazaki uh, said that the Land of Shadow in the DLC is probably comparable, if not larger, than the area of Limgrave. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You would know first that better the, than I uh, would. First part of the uh, game going through uh, Limgrave, yeah. How big is that? What it, is that? It's, is that it's, decent? It's, it's a huge. It's a huge area. To go okay, through. I know that much. Yeah, that's that was my that was my question. Is is that a is that a decent size? Yeah, I don't know what that is. Um, will it bring in new enemies and weapons? That is correct. It will. Uh, new boss battles, of course. Will it be just as hard as Elden Ring? Absolutely. I'm just looking at these like, hey, here's questions about uh, the the DLC. So there you go. We also found out, uh, not that we didn't know, but uh, we got official confirmation that Pentiment and Grounded and Hi-Fi Rush and Sea of Thieves are your Xbox exclusives that are going to other systems. Pentiment and Grounded um, were announced for the Switch. Uh, then Sea of Thieves is coming to PlayStation in April. And then Hi-Fi Rush is going to launch on the Switch 2, which will be next year. Launch title, okay. Yes. That was that was a leak, apparently. Yeah, not a bad launch title, to be honest. Hi-Fi Rush is great. Yeah. Um, and so you'll be able to play it on the Switch 2. Uh, so we did get that. Um, I, I, that's fantastic for Microsoft to do that. Um, I'm hoping that this opens the door for more of their titles to get released on other systems. I am also hoping that other companies release on other systems and kind of, uh, I don't want to say get rid of exclusivity at all. Mm -hmm. They're not. Microsoft definitely isn't. Right. Um, Starfield and a couple of other games and titles are not going to be on other systems mm. outside of PC. They they just won't be on the PlayStation or anything like that. So, um, but the big one and and the big one that 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 even Phil Spencer was talking about was Helldivers. Um, the success of Helldivers, of course, Microsoft would like to have that on their system with how popular that is, mm-hmm. and there's no way Sony's going to do it, but. Um, 
but yeah, I'm hoping that we might see that. I, I I'd be interested to know what Sony would branch off and allow on other systems. I'm very curious mm-hmm. what they might do. MLB the Show being one of those, but that was more of a contract yeah. situation than a we're happy to do this type of thing. There was no contract written up as far as these games that Microsoft has released on other systems. Mm-hmm. This is Microsoft's decision to say, hey, we're going to release these on other on other systems. Uh, whereas MLB was like, if you don't put this on other systems, you're going to lose your license to use our, you know, our our whatever it Name is. and likeness. And right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going we're gonna to ditch this yeah. um, if you don't do it. So. And then it went on Game Pass. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, uh, they, and they know Sony was loving that. I'm sure hey, fans did. Hey, yeah, more exposure, have at it. That's fine. That's I yeah, that's suppose, fine. I'm supposed to deal with the uh, NFL, which I still hate to this day. Yeah, I know. I still hate it to this day. <laughs> um, what else do we have in the news? It wasn't a lot, to be honest with you. Uh, Nintendo had a partner direct showcase. Uh, I watched the thing, but I skipped around because a whole bunch of those games was, I did not know there just, there just wasn't anything there for me. Uh, they showed off grounded. They showed off Ender Magnolia bloom in the mist, which is a dark fantasy side scroller. Um, a ranger, a role-playing puzzling adventure. A couple of RPGs there, the Monster Hunter series. They showed off Epic Mickey Rebrushed, uh, which is a remake of Epic Mickey from that franchise. Didn't that do kind of meh? I don't know. I think so. I don't yeah. think it. I don't. It, it wasn't like a blockbuster, but it wasn't a bad. I was going to say it wasn't a bomb, type, but it was like a middle of the road type yeah. uh, response to it. It was yeah. decent. Okay. It was de- and it got a sequel. I want to say. Okay. It got a sequel and now it's getting a remake. Hmm. So Shin Megami Tensei 5 Vengeance Star Wars Battlefront Classic Collection, the first two Star Wars Battlefront games um will be there. It will support up to 64 player multiplayer. Launches March 5th, March 14th. South Park Snow Day uh will release on Switch March 26th. Sword Art Online, Fractured Daydream. Uh, th- these are not Gundam Breaker 4. Nope. Super Monkey Ball, Banana Rumble. No. World of Goo 2, which is really actually fun to say. Um, Fantasy Life, The Girl Who Steals Time. Then there was a game called Another Crab's Treasure, which I skipped that. This one was interesting. Uh, Penny's Big Breakaway. It's a platformer. Made by the people who made Sonic Mania. Oh, okay. The team that the team who did Sonic Mania. So um, what was it Head ga- Headcanon? P- Pagoda, uh, Pagoda West. I think you're the West sounds really familiar, but I don't know if that's the. Mm. I could look it up here. Yeah, I can just do a quick old. We'll do a quick little Google, and I can tell you Christian Whitehead Studios. Remember that. Yeah, Christian Whitehead, an evening star. Okay. That is uh, the developers. So, there you go. You are exactly right. <laughs> Should never doubt you on your sonic knowledge. <laughs> what else we have? Pepper Grinder, which is out on PC. 
and that's kind of cool. Pocket card jockey. I don't know what that is. Pepper grinder. Is that a cooking sim? No, it's not. It's actually, um, man, how do I, how do I explain it? It's like you drive a drill. <laughs> I know, right? How does that fit in? <laughs> You'd have to look it up. It's a platformer, okay. kind of. And you drill into the ground to collect these gems as you go. It's a very movement-based type side-scroller. Yeah. Yeah. I say side-scroller, but I know it goes up and down as well. But um, Maybe the character's name is Pepper. That's possible and likely. Yeah. With the way games think Let's they're clever see. these days. Pepper Grinder is an action-packed 2D adventure blending traditional platforming with an alternate drilling mode yeah. that allows you to dive in and out of the earth like a dolphin swims through the water. Yeah. Okay. What else do we get? We got some rare games. And by rare, I mean the development studio. Snake, Snake Rattle and Roll, Killer Instinct and RC Pro-Am, plus Battletoads in Battle Maniacs and Blast Core. Those came to Nintendo Switch Online, which means if you pay for that, you got those games as downloads for free. Um, RC Pro-Am. Yeah, I know. Endless Ocean Luminous was shown off. That was the last thing they showed off for uh, the thing. And I, it just it was such a quick watch for me because none of those. Yeah. As I saw the titles come up, I'm like, ah, next. <laughs> yeah. Next. Yeah. You know what? The original uh, uh, Rage Quit, when you hit a zipper in RC Pro-Am right into a brick wall. <laughs> been forever since I played it. You went from 100 to zero in a, in a heartbeat. Yeah, <laughs> it has been forever since I played it. Uh, speaking of a game that I haven't played in forever, in fact, I never actually did play it except for when I was at PAX. God, Chris just posted a picture of that VCR in the... Uh, the behemoth. Yeah, here, I'll, I'll move it so you can see. I don't know, are you in Discord? Uh, hmm. Oh, look, Duke Trucum's in there. There it is. Do you see that? Oh, yeah. Yep. Jeez. Bertha. Mm, <laughs> big Bertha. Big Bertha. Hey, uh, let's talk to... Uh, I didn't even see him. Let's talk to Steve. Hey, Steve. Hey, what's going on, guys? I don't know. What's going on with you, man? I missed the whole show and thought I could catch the last 20 minutes or 10 minutes at this point. Yeah, that's Just, fine. Uh, you guys probably... I, I see you already talked about Helldivers. We did talk about Helldivers, um, which I know you're playing that, right? I mean, I'm trying to play it. I mean, if the if the game allows me to play it, I'll play it. But uh, otherwise, you're playing. Uh, 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 oh God! Um, hang on, don't tell me. Don't tell me. We'll be here all night. Uh, uh, the the miners. Um, hang on. Yeah, Deep Rock yeah, Galactic sure. Survivor. Yeah, I'm playing that. <laughs> That's more of a casual play, just because it's on the deck and. You know, when when Vampire Survivors doesn't have an update, Deep Rock, you know, is the go-to there for now. Yeah. I was just talking about um, Gigantic, uh, which got a re-release five years after it shut down. Um, it is relaunching this spring called Gigantic Rampage Edition. I remember I was playing this at PAX um, with a couple of other people from the old COG, and... We talked to some people who were working on it. We played it. It was kind of cool. It was a nice little MOBA thing, one of the first MOBAs I had ever played. But I knew I was not going anywhere with it. It's just not my type of game. And it did not last. And then five years later, apparently, they're going to try again. And they may have something here if, it, uh, if they're able to pull it off. So, uh, what, what have you been playing recently um, since we got you here? I mean, it's been, it really has been going back. I, 
that the from what I've been able to play with Helldivers, it's been you know pretty fun. It's been, I mean, I think that's pretty pretty much universally stated at this point. I don't think there's really much else going on in that game. That I'm just annoyed at the uh, you know the launch and the the connection issues. Launch. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. I, this is not a, the first time this has happened on. Any game level, right? There's games that launch and they're like, "Oh crap, we are way more popular than we anticipated." <laughs> yeah, but I've never seen a game launch without a uh, AFK timer. That was really odd. But now it's in and there, I, right? They patched it in, right? Yeah, finally, two yeah. weeks after launch, it's in there. And then the other thing too is you could kind of skirt because so many of my friends are playing it. You could skirt the system and just join one of their games mm-hmm. and then and then leave their game and then just play do whatever you needed to do and then invite your friends so that was a, a way to kind of bypass like getting into the, the server having the the server max capacity um, oh i see what error. you're saying so you would leave their game and it would keep you in the map but it would kick them out well no it wouldn't keep you in the map like it'd keep you on your ship like your own ship okay and, and then kinda... but that's how you would play from there that's how yep. you would get in yep exactly interesting and, and there were rumors, I don't know if how, this is Reddit, so I don't know where this comes from, but there were rumors that um, there was no queue at all, and it was just completely random. Like, it, it would refresh every 30 seconds, and it would just, like, pull s- some random person in, like, who's, who's waiting. Like, there wasn't just a line to get into the game, so you could be wait. That's why some people maybe get in and you know, five minutes and some people wait 35 minutes because wow. it's just not, there's no, there was no queue. Huh. I, I have not made the, uh, I've not made the jump yet to, you know, kind of tie it into the game uh, to actually buy it. So uh, I've been curious about it, but it really feels like it is a play with your friends kind of game. Yeah. And especially play with your friends on, on cross platform, which you know, rarely goes well in my past experience. This this is pretty seamless, though. I've, I've nice. been playing with a friend on PS5, and um, if th- there's been no hiccups at all, like between PC and, and PS5. Nice, good to know. And this is going to be this. You know, you're going to start to see a lot of this. I think even as Microsoft tries to figure out what they're trying to do, but you're going to start to see a lot of simultaneous. You know, releases between PC and Sony. Um, oh, uh, you're definitely going to see that now. If yeah. they if they were hesitant about it before, they are not anymore. After yeah, after keep, that, I've been paying attention to like what their upcoming you know releases are or trying to. You know, with Helldivers was the was the one, and they have a couple others. I think that they're going to start. I, they're not live services, but I think they're going to start. You start to see like the other franchises, like maybe Ratchet and Clank or something, uh, start to come over at the same time. Doing, yeah. Well, you know, they talked about that in there in in whatever they had talked about recently, where they said that you know PlayStation Five was on its last legs, or at the end of its at the end of its life cycle type thing, or we're nearing the end of the life cycle on the PS Five. Mm-hmm. Uh, when they talked, was that the words they used, or did they say like we were past the midpoint or something? It was something. Little- it was something to that effect that put it in your mind that the that that the the uh from the way they put it it made it sound like we're on the downhill of the lifespan of the console in other words we're getting ready 
we're getting near to the point where we're going to be releasing, you know, the six, whatever the next iteration is. Um, that's, right. that's way down the line. And when I say way, I'm thinking like two, three years off. Um, so well, did, did they mean six when they say that, or do they mean like the PS five pro, which is no, no, out? I think they meant the life cycle of the, of the PlayStation five itself. I don't necessarily think they meant that particular console. In other words, we've got a 5.5 coming out or something like that. I think they meant this is the, we're, we're on the back end of this generation. Okay. Um, it from what I, from from the way that I interpreted it, that's what I thought they meant there. But of course, they also said that they're not going to be getting any uh, their franchise. They've got nothing to release uh, until well, sometime next year in their regular franchises, which doesn't rule out non like Helldivers too, non franchise type stuff. Um, so that's the odd thing about that. I did see that like the, and the Microsoft's in the same boat, but. Um, Normally, around this this time, this life around this time in a, a console's life, you start to see really the best games come out because they've been in development, you know, for since you know since you know GA or when, whenever the the console launched. And, you know, it takes X years to kind of build up and and kind of release something as big. And maybe we'll see that with you know GTA Six will be the the big game across both consoles that kind of. You know, when people go crazy, but that's the really one hasn't. that's the one. OK, you just reminded me I was talking when we had Chris on the phone mm-hmm. and I was telling him what Sony was preparing for since they didn't have anything releasing March of next year, GTA six. Um, and point being is their five point five, whatever their next iteration of the PlayStation five is to be not the next one, not the next generation console, but the midstep mm-hmm. will likely mm-hmm. see release later this year to prep for the amount of people who are going to be jumping onto new systems for GTA six people probably that might be me too. That might be, that might be like pointed at me cause I haven't even bought a PS five yet, but I am, I'm holding up my fingers like in front of the camera, like an inch. <laughs> I'm this close to finishing my theater in the, uh, in the basement and I'm going to need some kind of 4k Blu-ray player. So that might be the perfect time. Um, from what I understand, well, I don't know how serious you take your 4k players, but, um, I think you're, you're, I don't know. I don't, if, I don't know if you split hairs on this thing or not, but a dedicated four 4k player is going to be better than your console. Um, if you, if you, if you care at all about that and I once did, but I don't anymore. Uh, so <laughs> I can use the systems as 4k players if I want to, but most of my stuff is now digital anyway, which I'm still not getting true 4k picture and audio from digital. Uh, nothing like what you would right, get on a disc. Right. Um, yep. but yeah, that again, I'm, I'm really splitting hairs when it comes to that. Um, and, and you would be too, uh, 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 uh what, what are they called? Um, a purist <laughs> uh, will tell you that you're not getting the same quality from a console player that you would from a dedicated 4K player. Uh, just, just, just home theater to tell you. That's yeah, all. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just uh, gonna kill two birds with one stone. With one stone, which is fantastic to do. Around, I yeah. don't blame anybody for doing that. In fact, I would encourage it because you get more for your money. So, I would say that. Um, is life going well for you, man? Because we've only got a few minutes and I got to go, but I just want to make sure you're doing okay and everything's going good with the kid and the wife and everything else. 
Uh, things are steady at the moment, but thank you for asking. All and, right. Uh, glad to check in with you guys. I always want to find out, man. Well, take care, and we will talk to you later, all right? You too. Bye. See you. Have a good one. All right, that's going to wrap it up for us. Uh, we are done. Thank you guys so much for joining us in the chat room and listening on the streams, on the radio, and everything else. Don't forget to grab our show every week off of iTunes and YouTube and everywhere else you can get them. We're on Spotify as well. You can search for us there if you want to grab the shows. So thank you so much, everybody. This is music from Helldivers 2. It is the main theme, and it is called A Cup of Liberty. See you next Saturday.